Welcome to Marketing Thought Leadership, the podcast that offers insightful discussions on thought-provoking marketing topics. Here's the host of our show, marketing consultant, speaker, author, and educator, and the president of Leverage 2 Market Associates, Linda Popke. Hi, this is Linda Popke, and welcome to our latest episode of Marketing Thought Leadership. I'm here today with Mark Hatch. Mark is the Chief Executive Officer and Co-Founder of TechShop, and he's a recognized leader in the global maker movement. Under his leadership, TechShop revenue grew 20-fold in five years, and multiple new locations have opened across the U.S. Mark has held executive positions at such firms as Kinko's, Avery Dennison, and HealthNet. His 2013 book, The Maker Movement Manifesto, was released by McGraw-Hill Education, and he's been recognized by the San Francisco Business Times as one of the Bay Area's most admired CEOs, and by Popular Mechanics as one of 25 movers and makers who are reinventing the American dream. He's spoken at events such as South by Southwest, Technonomy, TEDx, and the Clinton Global Initiative. Welcome, Mark. Thank you very much, Linda. I'm glad you're here. So I want to talk about, um, about digital transformation, but first I want to talk a little bit about the maker movement. What got you started in that, and, and how did this whole thing take off? Sure. So um, I joined TechShop about a year after it had started. And um, basically what happened, I ran into the founder at, a, at an event, and then he brought me over. And what I saw was uh, absolutely amazing. It was 20,000 square feet, every tool you needed to make anything on the planet. It was membership-based, kind of like a, a health club or a mm-hmm. you know, fitness club. And uh, at the end of that day, I talked to three different entrepreneurial groups, and each of them had told me that they had saved 98% of their startup cost by launching out of the space. Wow. So essentially, Jim Newton, the founder, had found a way and created the first lean startup for hardware companies um, the world had ever seen. So there was this great Bruce Sterling quote, you know, the future's already here, it's just not evenly distributed. And right. that came to mind, and so I decided I had to, I had to join. So we're democratizing access to the tools of the Industrial Revolution, and we've been doing it now for almost 10 years. Wow, that's just incredible. Um, what, what's happened, it's just, it's just wonderful to see how this whole has taken off and kind of caught, um, you know, caught, caught on fire, and people are doing this. So, so you, wrote, um, you wrote the book, and what are the key messages that you're getting across in this Maker Movement Manifesto? Well, but, you know, the, kind of the first point is I do believe that we're in the midst of a revolution. Um, I like to call it the creative revolution. Uh, the World Economic Forum has just coined it the fourth industrial revolution and, mm. and so forth. But we're still in the very early days. You know, only it's like 2% of the folks um, that I run into have ever heard of the maker movement. And so, you know, part of the objective of writing the book was to give voice to some of the, the values that were behind the movement, outline kind of what its potential impact um, is and, and will be. Um, and I, you know, I'm pretty happy with it. Actually, it's done, it's done reasonably well. Great. So tell me about some of the interesting projects that have come out of TechShop. I know I have a colleague who is making uh, designer handbags, and she's in the TechShop location and, and is building her, you know, creating her handbags and building That's them there. Fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, we have 7,500 members across 10 locations. Um, and so we've had everything from, you know, small innovations and little side projects all the way up through fairly large enterprises. Probably the most famous one is Square, um, yep. the, uh, the point of sale uh, terminal. Uh, James McKelvey, the co-founder, um, used our mid-peninsula location to launch his company. 
Um, recently, uh, Britt Morin of uh, Britt and Company um, raised $28 million in her Series B. She's wow. been described as the Martha Stewart of, of the Silicon Valley. It's a kind of a kit-making, project-based uh, business, and um, she learned all. She learned everything she needed to know about how to, to make projects and make kits and so forth in her San Francisco location. And we've had everything from uh, satellites, an XPRIZE lunar lander, the world's fastest electric motorcycle, the world's most efficient data cooling center system, uh, projects that have been on uh, Shark Tank, and, uh, and, and yeah, I mean everything in between. It's, uh, you know, when you give the tools of the industrial revolution to the creative class, the sky is absolutely the limit. Wow. That's absolutely wonderful. And what are the, what are the plans for growing this? And kind of now you said you've got 10 locations how is this going to go and scale into the next level? Well, I mean, we're targeting every major city in the United States and then beyond. Um, so we've got eight in the U.S. so far, um, three in the Bay Area, uh, Phoenix, uh, Austin, Detroit, Pittsburgh, and D.C. Through partnerships, we've launched Paris and Abu Dhabi in the fourth quarter. We're about to launch uh, Tokyo um, on April 1st. And uh, basically what happens is a, a large company um, – a, a uh, government entity or a university calls us and says, we, we want to bring a tech shop to our community, and we launch from there. I fully anticipate that every high school will have small maker spaces. Most libraries will have a small maker space, and every major city will have at least one and maybe three, four, or five. I mean, we have three in the Bay Area alone. Right, right. I mean, I think going back to high school, and now I'm dating myself, but there was this, you know, this kind of shop, right? I mean, in a sense, that's what people right. did. They'd done a smaller scale, right? I don't think high schools do that anymore. Yeah, no, they, they don't. Uh, but it's, it, it will come back. I mean, the, one, there are a couple of drivers. One, the tools are uh, much easier to use now because of the computer interface. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I like to say if you can use your cell phone, you'll be able to manufacture things at a makerspace in, in the not-too-distant future. Um, and so, the, you know, that's one. The software is actually getting easier and easier to use, and relatively speaking, these tools are much cheaper than they've ever been. In many instances, like five percent of what they used to cost. Wow! So it's kind of this perfect storm for uh, innovation, creativity, and, and manufacturing. Easy to use, very powerful, and cheap. That's wonderful. That's great. So, Mark, you're going to be talking in April to the uh, Marketing Executive Network Group, Meng of, of Northern California about digital transformation and how this will change us as marketers. So talk to me a little bit about with all of this stuff that's going on, with what's happening with the maker movement and, and with Tech Shop, how does that change us as we try to market things out to the, to the, to the general public? Sure. Well, I mean, there are a couple of things that, that come to mind. Um, the first one is that, uh, amazingly to me, we're still in the early days of, of digital um, yep. it, it, I don't really understand. You know, television continues to get the bulk of the advertising dollars, even though it's on. It's, you can't track it. Uh, you don't really know who your audience is. Um, it's, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Whereas digital solves a lot of that. Uh, and then you can, obviously, in digital, you can um, more closely target who it is that you're, you're talking to. And so there's the the basic revolution itself is actually far from being over. Right. Uh, you know, if you thought Google and Facebook were big now, give it another 10 years when ad budgets actually do begin to shift where they should have been, you know, today. Beyond that, I think there's some transformational things that are happening. Um, I think it was John Gershema when he worked at Young and Rubicon just a few years ago said that after the big reset, the way the consumer consumes is fundamentally changing. 
And basically what that means in my mind is that, one, they're less acquisitive. They're buying fewer things, but the things that they do buy matter more deeply to them. So we need to create story. We need to create purpose. We need to, to um, focus on you know, local, sustainable things that um, can actually touch people's lives. And so if you can craft a story that makes sense from a brand perspective that touches people's lives, you're going to be in a much better place than what we have traditionally as a brand. And you know, again, this is just getting started, and I believe it's going to be an incredibly powerful socioeconomic um, event as it rolls out. Wow. And then uh, if you had one message you could give to marketers as we're kind of watching this happen and, and trying to sort of run with this as it's being invented in real time, right, um, what is it that we should do, be doing differently? Obviously, we need to be thinking digital, and I think you're absolutely right. We, we now have ways of tracking and segmenting right. that we never had before. And uh, you know, the way consumers consume is changing, so that's part of it as well. But but marketers, in some sense, are sort of going at things the way they did before. So how should marketers change? What's, what do you think yeah, I mean, makes sense? We, we, I mean, we really need to engage our audiences in a much more uh, – in a deeper and much more meaningful way um, in, in their lives. Uh, and, and, you know, that, that – and there are a variety of tools and, and ways of doing that. Um, you know, one is I believe events are going to continue to be uh, more important. I think it was Linda Boff recently from GE – talked about um, why they're focusing their ad budgets on on events like the Super Bowl and, and mm-hmm. um, events locally and so forth. And so I think local um, local budgets for events where you engage your consumers in delightful and interesting ways is clearly the way um, that we need to be thinking um, you know, in the future. And you've got to incorporate the digital component to it. You've got to get people to retweet and Instagram and Pinterest and, and so forth. So I think it actually takes a much more sophisticated approach approach to thinking through how you're going to reach your audience and what your brand means to them. Um, I, you know, I'd call out Mondelez and the folk and what they're doing mm-hmm. with their brands. They're doing some really interesting uh, types of things. And I think they're, they really are thinking differently about how to go to market. And this is a traditional packaged goods company. Right. I mean, you know, this is made for television type advertising, but they're, you know, they've been playing at South by Southwest for years. Um, their team there is getting quite sophisticated and doing very interesting things. And I think it's somebody to watch. That's important to know. Great. Any messages for, for those of us kind of on the, on the sidelines here? What should, we, what should we be taking from the maker movement and, and trying to put into our own roles as marketers? Is it well, that, I, first of all, you've got to be – I mean, similar to digital, I mean, this is huge. So I'll right. quote um, you know, third parties here. So Chris Anderson, uh, formerly of Wired Magazine, yep. basically chronicled all things digital for 20 mm-hmm. years. And when I asked him, you know, why in the world did you leave your job as the guru of all things digital, he said, Mark, I'm, I want to participate in the next revolution. Ah. And then when, his, when his, um, you know, his peers asked him at the Long Now Foundation, he did a, did a speech for them, and they asked him, you know, why, you know, why are you doing this? And, um, and he said, you know, basically the previous, like, yeah, I, I want to participate in the next revolution. But you guys don't understand. If you thought the Internet was big, this is going to be way bigger. This is from the guy who chronicled the digital revolution. Wow. So, I mean, it's time to pay attention. And it turns out most of the advertisers that, we're, that you're working with, they are actually dealing with the physical world. They have a lot of great stories that they can uncover and expose and, and engage this community with. And it is going to be bigger. I mean, I, I agree with Andreessen, right? He says that digital is consuming the world. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but the world is like 85%. Digital is 15 at best. Right. And so, yeah, this is going to be way bigger, and the maker movement is going to impact policy. It's going to impact uh, sociology. It's, it's already impacting education. It's transforming um, innovation and entrepreneurship. It's creating jobs. It's getting us more local and more sustainable. And these are all things that marketers care about. And it's, it's currently there are very few brands who are really aware of or playing in this space. So it's an open – it's a field that it could be, it could be amazing for uh, folks in your audience. Absolutely. This is fantastic. This is wonderful. Um, We've been talking with Mark Hatch, the CEO and co-founder of TechShop and the author of the Maker Movement Manifesto. Mark is going to be speaking for the uh, Marketing Executives Network Group of Northern California on April 21st about how digital transformation will change you as a marketer. So thank you so much, Mark. If people want to find out more about about TechShop and how to get involved with the, the whole Maker Movement, what's your suggestion? Where can they go? Well, it's, you know, TechShop.com is our, our website. You can just Google me, Mark Hatch. I've got all kinds of video content uh, online that you can go take a look. I highly recommend that you go visit a Maker Fair. It should absolutely be in your budget uh, this coming year because without seeing it um, personally, you, you can't really understand it. And then come visit a tech shop. We give free tours every 30 minutes from like 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. I appreciate your being here. Thank you, Linda. appreciate it. Okay, this is Linda Popke. Until next time, thank you for listening to Marketing Thought Leadership. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Marketing Thought Leadership, brought to you by Leverage 2 Market Associates. If you'd like to find out how powerful marketing results can transform your organization, contact us at www.leverage2market.com.